And benvenuti, fellas and bellas all over the world. Welcome to another episode of the Napoli Rant. I am Raf Bisbon, joined by my co-host, the vicar of Vesuvius, Rafa Rispo. What's up, Raf Biz? Hey, man, I just walked into my door uh, and I'm ready to go. Let's get it. What a day today was, huh? What a day. What a, what a great day it was, guys. Uh, after the first match day, uh, Napoli defeat. Verona at the Pentagoti, 5-2, to two, uh, despite giving up a, a, an early goal in the first half. Napoli take it back, and boy, was it exciting, man. Boy, was it, it was, exciting, Ralph. It was exciting. It was exciting. I love the scarf that you're wearing around your neck, Ralph. Yes. It looks like it's uh, 10 degrees outside. In, right? In it, is. <laughs> <laughs> it gets cooler down here uh, compared to Nassau County. I don't know. But... Um, Hello to everybody in the chat. Welcome. Let's get this rant on the road, guys. We're going to talk about today's rant because the because the game was today. Uh, Raf and I we met with the Napoli, uh, with the Tri-State Napoli Club today. We'll tell you all about it. So we decided to make today's show um, about the game. Uh, it's going to be definitely like a post-game rant today. Uh, heavy, heavy on the game, and we'll talk a little bit about. Some of these things that we've been seeing online regarding like the odds and the bookies will end with that rant. Yes, the king, the king right there, guys. Don't forget. Don't forget. That's the belt. Always present, man. Um, but let's start the show, man. Let's start the show uh, with, you know, one of the biggest transitions we saw, one of the biggest players we saw was was Koulibaly leaving this this season, Rafa. And right. and he was replaced with with Kim and Jay. Uh, we saw players like Ostigard come in as well. We got Oliveira that came in to help back up. Um, Mario Rui, mm -hmm. uh, we might see the likes of we we saw Zerbin kind of being used in preseason as a right back. Uh, today he was kind of like a little bit in the midfield uh, during the second half when he came into sub. Uh, but let's start let's start with the defense. All right, so in their defense uh, is will be the name uh, of this subject today. Um, two goals, Rafa, one from a corner kick, one from a cross. Um, initial thoughts. Yeah, uh, the corner kick was, uh, you know, listen, it's going to happen. You know, Napoli have been a little bit known to uh, leave themselves a little exposed at the far, you know, the far post. Uh, it, it happens every now and then, you know, Mario Rhee kind of missed his marker today. It was uh, Kevin Lasagna that put it in the back of the net. Um you know, and then the goal in the the goal that the cross that you mentioned that was put in by Thomas Henri. Um, that came in new, new for Verona from from uh, from Venezia. Um, uh, honestly, that goal might have been a little more preventable. Um, it's a, probably of the two, a little more of the annoying, the ones that we gave up. Um, Verona came out right away after going down two to one um, right before the half, and we'll talk about Napoli's goals, obviously. But right sure. now, we're focusing on the defense. And but honestly, I gotta say, you know, maybe maybe Kim needs a little more. Um, uh, how do you put it? Like 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 time to to sure. get used to the Serie A, you know, and that's natural. That's fine. Mm -hmm. 
you know, communication between him and, and, and the rest of the team, notwithstanding that he played really, really well. Um, I think the defense actually did not bad. I mean, obviously Verona didn't have many chances aside from the two goals that they scored. Right. Three shots so, on goal. Three right, shots. It, on goal. it wasn't a lot for them to do to, to be in three the first shots place. off target. By the three way, three shots off so, target. Right. Three shots off. Three shots on. Two went in. Right. Obviously, but right. there wasn't I, too much for the defense to do. Um, but when you mix, you know, uh, uh, Medet into the defensive, you know, section here, um, he didn't really play that bad either. When you really think about it, uh, uh, who's that? You know, the two, the, the Medet, the two goals that were given up were more defensive errors than, you know, right. blunders. Right. So yeah. benefit of the doubt today, you know, uh, Medet, who knows what the future holds with him. Kaylor Navas may be coming in, um, but he made a couple of really nice saves today. Um, and uh, other, aside from that, I think the defense was, was good. So like in their defense, even though they give up the two goals, I think, I think it was solid. Does need a little bit of improvement. We did see uh, Oliveira come in today. We didn't see Ostegard yet. But I'm sure we will at some point. Um, but yeah, man, I'm 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 excited about the defense uh, and where it can go from here. Definitely. I mean, he was uh, he did well passing 90, 90 Kim ninety one percent accurate in his passing yeah. today. Two Those out of three ground numbers, duels. Ralph. Yeah, <laughs> right. Two out of three ground duels. Three out of four. Seventy five percent on his aerial duels. He made a couple good runs today. I like to see that. I like to see that because it'll help build his confidence. Uh, you know, we spoke about it today at the, oh, by the way, big shout out to uh, Dan, out. Dan and the fam uh, for hosting the Tri-State Napoli Club today. We put some videos. If you, if you, uh, if you want, check out um, the Tri-State Napoli Club um, Twitter and you can see some cool videos there. But thank you to Dan and the fam for hosting us and cooking us some delicious food. It was a lot of fun. It was, but, uh, it was amazing time. Amazing time. Good amazing. pictures. Good time. Good good, good memories on. that we're building here with the Tri-State Napoli Club. At yeah. Tri underscore Napoli Club. Check it yeah. out on Twitter and uh, the follow them on all the platforms. Down so on the bottom. There. Right. there you go. Right. Read the, um, read the info but, when it gets there. Yeah. Rafa, we were, we were talking about it. Um, uh, Kim needing a, a little bit more time and, and, and things of that nature. We saw Joe Fischetti's podcast uh, a couple episodes where he uh, – yeah, Grande Chef Niz, where he, he spoke to the um, – Man, I forgot his first name from the Fenerbahce Tifoso. But speaking about how um, Kim needs a a little bit of time to kind of like settle in and get used to things, but I, I'm pretty confident that he will, and I and I think he's going to be just fine for this club. But overall, uh, uh, Rui, excellent job today. I think he was he was in on a few of the Very passes uh, that led to goals today. Di Lorenzo. With those overlapping rums, his connection with Palatano at the end um, that we saw he was part of those goals. Being an overall good captain, showing his presence on the field. Uh, I really don't have big complaints about the defense other than they got to watch those back doors a little bit. They they cannot botch defense because Verona had three shots and those two three shots on target. And those two goals came in by botch defense. They didn't pick up their yeah. man. Lasagna was on an island by himself with Rui not even paying attention. Di Lorenzo kept them on side. Um and and they scored and they scored pretty quick from that. And then from the second goal again, it was just that uh was it Henri? I'm sorry. Who was the the second goal scorer, Rafa? That was kind of left alone by Rahmani and and Kim not kind of keeping his head on a on a swivel to make sure that all the forwards were covered. Again, and I don't blame I I feel bad uh, because on, on all the player ratings today, 
seven of us, seven players, seven players today got above eight points on the play on yeah. the player ratings. Yeah. Uh, the rest were rated above seven, which is above average and really good. With Mered getting the uh, a six point one, I, I feel like he got the shit end of the stick today because he let in those two goals. But honestly, there was really nothing he can do. He had a nice kind of like uh, push up uh, sure. at one point. So. Yeah. But, and when you look at when you look at the stats, um, you know when you look at goalkeeping stats, they're gonna ju- really all that matters is how many goals were let in. E- you know, even though you know keepers are you know not a hundred percent at fault all the time for for goals scored against, they go against his record. You know, when you have a keeper on your fantasy team, like let's say you're playing Fanta Calcio, you know what I mean? Mm. Those two goals against go against the goalkeeper, even though he may have made fantastic amounts of saves and fantastic quality saves the two goals against still count against so right you know a 6.1 for meta is totally unfair in my opinion today um but uh you know that's not to say that doesn't mean we want to keep around i think kayla navas is exciting to come in uh and you know maybe um, we can deal Medet off to on loan for the rest of the season, but um, but to be fair to him today, it was a, it was a good performance where we were all really nervous about him, you know. Right. Uh, moving on to the so moving on, uh, pretty good on defense today. Pretty good. Work out the kinks. I think we'll be fine, guys. I, I think this was the biggest. Uh, this was kind of like the biggest subject that made most Nambly down nervous. How would the defense hold up? They did it right. Work out some kinks. Good to go. Moving forward, guys. The new, the new three tenors. Um, goals coming from Cavada today, as well as an assist. Goals coming from OCM as well as an assist. An assist by Lozano. Also, some great runs. He was drawing fouls. The question is, are these the new three tenors, guys? Are are are? I mean, we we we're seeing this whole new kind of revamp of the team. Rafa. How do you My, guys make you feel, man? Well, so they make they make me feel great. Um, I'm very <laughs> confident in 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 Kavadaskelia's ability, and, and it's no secret that I think he's going to light this league up. And then he's the guy that gets the first goal for Napoli in the season. Um, beautiful goal, beautiful goal on the on the cross in from, uh, I believe it was uh, who who assisted that? Who crossed that ball in? Which that one was, uh, was that? The Lozano cross. Lozano cro- to Kavada. Cross to Kavada. Yeah, uh, first goal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, just a great header. You know, he he got himself into the box. You know, um, ready for the header. Uh, the guys at the at the club said, you know, Insigne probably wouldn't have been able to hit that header. You know, and and Kavadashkeli already from from the head. You know, uh, uh, I think he's ready to light this league up. I'm excited about Aussie men. His his goal and assist as well. Um, it's a good thing to have a player who, you know, Osman didn't have the, his best game of the season. You could tell a lot of the play was directed elsewhere, but that's a good thing because last season, a lot of the play was directed towards Osman a lot. You no, know, mm-hmm. you found out Osman out wide too much with right. nobody coming in to cover. You found, you found, yeah, you found him having to cross balls in when he's the guy who's supposed to be receiving the crosses, stuff like that. You know what I mean? So it's it's a little bit of a breath of a fresh air to see Kwadashkelia and Lozano working together to try to get balls into Lozano, into Osiman and Osiman not running around like crazy. But we even got to rest him because of the lead that we ended up taking. So when you can right. take your striker out, you know, with a good, you know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes left in the game because we're comfortable in a lead, 
that's always a good sign because we're resting him well. Um, Lozano, a couple of, couple of iffy touches at the beginning, but overall, absolutely great game from Lozano. I thought he played wonderful. You know, he came out, Politano came in. He got the goal, too, off the bench. Um, oh, We need that one more piece to be able to, uh, you know, with Simeone is coming in. Apparently, he's going to sign tomorrow. Um, or or the or the deal will be announced tomorrow. I guess we don't announce deals on match days, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so tomorrow, the deal is done. He'll be on there. Raspadoria is going to come in. I think that there's going to be a lot of help for these guys, and that's huge. That's yeah. huge. It's something that we've been lacking a little bit in the past few seasons is help for our attack. You know, we've had quality attack, but we need help for our attack. Definitely. You know? So the new three tenors, I'm okay with, uh, you know, listen, it's very early in the season. Kvadachkelia, first goal, yeah. first game, you know. Um, uh, we, we we were definitely trying to. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, listen, my dad, my dad today, on, some my dad today at the, at the, at the meet, my dad today said, doesn't Kvadachkelia remind you a little bit of Pocho? And, you know, he's not, he spoke he's, about not that. he's not too far off when it comes to that. He's. He's all over the place, man. Uh, maybe, maybe the one thing I'd work on with Kraschkelia is getting rid of the ball a little earlier than he does. He tends to hold on to the ball a little bit, and I think he's going to lose a lot of balls too. Yeah, but I at the end so. of the day, at the end of the day, his quality is going to show. And I think Lavetti um, comparisons are not that far off as far as you know, as, as far as Krad is concerned. Yeah, I, I think as far as like the way he attacks, the way he goes forward, he's not. See, this is the one thing people were saying, like, how is he going to adjust the league? Now, I agree with you, Rafa, that I w- I'd like to see how he he measures up to a stronger defense. And I think he will get dispossessed at times, but it's kind of like the point guard in basketball. They're going to get the ball stolen the most because they're handling the ball most of the time. So we might see that uh, w- with Kavada. But the one thing that people were saying is about his nerves, about the pressure. I didn't have any indication today that he felt pressure or, you know, maybe the first few minutes they were kind of just feeling it out, getting warmed up. But, man, as soon as as soon as they got going, they got going. And I don't see any nervousness from Kavada. I, I see confidence. I see a kid who is hungry, who wants to play, who wants to prove himself. But that's the thing. He has to prove himself. So. I don't want to overhype nobody, but I can. Well, uh, I, I mean, I, I, don't know I, I can. You... Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just, no, I'm just. I'm just saying. I. I don't want. I don't want to say like this guy's. You know, the the the, the second coming of Lavetsi or anything quite yet, but he gives me those vibes. So I'm looking forward to see what he will provide for the rest for us for the rest of the season. Listen, it's uh, all about the vibes, Ralph. It's all about the vibes. If he's giving you those vibes, he, he's giving you those vibes, then you 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 might be onto something there. Um. Let's you know what uh, what you alluded to about him him at the first couple minutes like like trying to get a little integrated you yes. know what I mean um, uh, honestly I got to tell you what uh, he's been getting he he was getting knocked around a lot you know and and we talked to this is Rocco right here yo guys what up Rocco yeah he's back he's back but anyway Kvadachkelia was getting knocked around a bit. I wouldn't be surprised if we're going to see a lot of guys knocking the crap out of him this season. He's going to pick up a few knocks, I feel. Oh, the whole you team. You know what I mean? The whole team. Well, the whole team, but then you also the whole front a, line. Also take a look at at, at uh, um, um, Lozano, Chucky Lozano, 
you know, first two yellow cards for Verona, and he only two both. yellow cards. The yeah, only right. Two yellows. Yes, that's right. right. The only two. And yellows. he drew them both. And and they were and they were drawn by Lozano, and and right. he picked up right where he left off last season. That's was one of his specialties was to pick up, pick up yeah. foul. You know, draw fouls and and get their get their team in yeah. trouble. You know, and and I think that's what what he his uh, one of his strong suits is. You know, Definitely. and. There's a lot of factors into attacking game, you know, not just scoring goals, not just, you know, um, making good, good assists. It's being smart on the ball and off the ball, you know, and, and I think we have a smart attack this year. Yeah, I definitely saw it, especially when you when we that last goal was it the, the goal of Palatano. Oh, we yeah. Saw the connection from D'Lo to 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 uh, Osingham back to Palatano with a back heel. Right. He was able to shoot. I, I mean. Just gorgeous, man. Gorgeous. What what I like uh, again with Victor, I'm sorry, with Chucky rather, uh good runs today. He like you said, he had a few questionable first touches, but he had some good runs as well. He provides an assist that, that goes right to Gavada's head. He draws the fouls. He he's he's a ball of energy in the field, and I like to see him. We gotta remember that last year, maybe we didn't see him at his best, but I think part of that goes with the fact that the injuries that he picked up that were practically life-threatening that's gotta it's gotta stick in your head somewhere or the back of your head and 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 may cause some type of hesitation but i'm hoping that he, he's over those jitters and and he can certainly uh, uh provide for the team um again kavada excellent vision i'd like to see more of what he will provide for the team don't be surprised if he gets dispossessed a bit guys but give him a chance i i still think he's gonna do a lot he scored the first goal in sure. his first game of the of in in the first game of the of the season, I think that's a good positive sign for him. Uh, as far as Victor, always a threat. I know there were some people that said that he didn't he didn't maybe play that well today, but you got to understand how many defenders he draws. We saw it. He he did it with Labotka. Um, when Labotka scored, he's drawing a defender. When he did that little back heel to Palatano, you know all the defenders all eyes on him. Palatano, in a sense, was wide open. Uh, to take that shot, he even fumbled the ball a little bit and still had time to kind of like catch himself and 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 send the kick through. So those little things, it's those little things you got to look for sometimes. And the goal he had, Victor, personally, was beautiful. I mean, right next to a defender with an outstretched leg, gets the ball into the net uh, from a from like a a header from Di Lorenzo. You saw when he did, he was just kind of just knocked it back to him, Rafa. Right, right, and, right, right, right. right. And 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 we saw Lozano just just bury it with, with an outstretched leg. That's mm -hmm. hard to do, man. And certainly, certainly beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And and I, I'm excited about the, you know I'm excited about the attack again. Like I said, we bring Simeone in. He's such a viable replacement for you know, mm -hmm. um, um, Petania, and he's good for you know starting matches. He's good for giving him a rest. You know, Osimhen. Um, and again, we have guys that can, you know, set them up in the first couple of, you know, the first first hour of the match, and then guys that can come off the bench and knock them down, like Politano. You know, Politano mm -hmm. coming in, getting that goal was huge, very huge, big. Huge. You know, huge. very big. Loving it, loving it. Moving on, guys. So we spoke about the defense, we spoke about attacking. Let's talk about the mid, not so mid. The mid, not so mid. What so a midfield the today. kids. The kids, the kids like to use the term mid for something that's, you know, bad, not, you know, not medium, not mediocre. 
but bad. So mid is bad. Just to explain it to the old heads that might be watching, because we're we're the old heads. I had to learn this from the kids. But the mid was not so mid today, was it? We were a little worried about Fabian not being on the squad. Uh, his potential, well, his imminent sale to PSG is about to happen in a few days. Uh, he was out partying, you know, yesterday, last night, or late last night. So he was not with the squad. Um, and we were true? left with... Yeah, he was. He was out partying. Yeah, he went to party. And, uh, <laughs> he went to party last night, right? This is a Ferragosto, you know, party, I guess. In, what a in, guy! In town, but but anyway, the the point I'm trying to make is the mid's not so mid. You know, if losing Fabian, like I had alluded to before, might have been like you know I was worried about it being a hit on the pitch. I think the midfield was absolutely fantastic today. I think they did the job perfectly. I think Zielinski was back to his old ways, his normal ways. Had he a got goal. The match winner. He got the match winner, right? Angisa, fantastic, fantastic game today from Angisa as well. And, um, you know, uh, Lobotka. Lobotka was a, a madman as well. No Lobotka, no party. Oh, my God. Yeah, he um, got man of the match up, today, by the way. By He got man of the match. So pick, picking, up, picking up where he left off. You know what I mean? Lobotka was... You know, re the revitalized book of last season has, yeah. you know, spilled over into this season. And a really good uh, little tidbit about that is that we don't lose Lubotka to the World Cup this season. He, he, you know, Slovakia is not in the World Cup, so he won't be there. So um, he'll be ready to go once we restart. You know what I mean? And it's it's awesome. For me, I think the midfield today was absolutely perfect. Nothing, nothing went bad. In my opinion, <laughs> it produced and it did well. Hmm. You know, Rafa, I mean, two goals coming from midfielders today. One from Laboka, one from Zielinski. Um, beautiful. Again, that that Rui in on it as well. Varine with the hockey assist. He had two oh, goals yeah. today. Cavada yep. with some great vision, able to send Zielinski through on a through ball. Um, and Zielinski just ever so slightly just putting i like how they're taking these nice low shots to the far side of the net and just scoring them as opposed to trying to trying to blast it in and then going for and you know then going over the net so i i was happy to see that um again Rui to 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 Lobotka and Lobotka makes a run down the middle of the field and just nobody can nobody can touch him they 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 know if they he's so quick that they know they're going to get fouled and again, same nice little low shot scores a goal. We see Victor drawing, drawing, drawing uh, uh, defenders like, uh, like we said earlier. So, uh, and and what about Inguisa? I mean, just en really energetic today, uh, involved in the play. Probably could have had a goal. Yeah, he tried for that rover shot though, right? The scissor kick. I don't yeah, know he tried. Were, I, I know. We were we were ragging were, on. Were him, you it? there at that point? Were you there at that? Yeah, point? Yeah, yeah, I right? saw that yeah. one. Yeah, I yeah. saw that one. Raf was a, a few minutes late to the game, which is is uh, you know, he didn't miss too too much, but um, you know, uh, that was a uh, that was actually a really exciting time for us. We we thought Angisa was going to get. Listen, we're we're calling for Angisa to shoot a lot more, right? Mm -hmm. I think he I think he has it in him to get some goals, you know. He scored a he scored a few goals in his career for Cameroon. I think he has like one or two goals at the club level. 
Um, I think when he was at Fulham, he might have had a goal or two, or maybe it was uh, the team he was at before that, which was probably Marseille. I'm not 100%. Anyway, um, yeah, maybe he can maybe he can get a little more confident and take some shots from here on out. But you know what? I think his game is is it doesn't require that. You know, he wins a lot of balls. He gets in he gets into some passes. You know, he finds a lot of space. Um, he creates a lot of space. So I don't know if if it's that necessary that Angisa gets shots in. Um, I'm sure at some point he'll get a goal for us. I think you know. Um, I'm really excited to see Mario Rui score at some point. That would be, that's going to, yeah. you know, and I want it to be at the Maradona. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think the def- uh, the midfield, I'm sorry, the midfield just again on point. It was really not much else to say about it, in my opinion. Um, you know, Zielinski is back on form. It looks like he's, he's better from his really, really off season last year. It was just a, just an off season for him, you know? And um, in the, he he kind of impressed in the in in the um, uh, preseason, and mm-hmm. and Zielinski looks back to me. He does. He looks like he's back, and he's ready to assume that more attacking role. So, so when when Zielinski scored today, I gave a big hug to Peter Scala because when we did the Familia episode, Peter Scala was like the key player we need is Zielinski, and it's true, was- it's true. I was with him, man. I when Zelinski plays well, the whole team plays well for some reason. Right. Uh 100%. So I, I went to him. I was like, Peter, that's your boy. He 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 came through today, and I was really happy. Again, we saw a goal um from that Cavada assist and just his energy. Uh and the whole nine. I I, I just liked it today. I, I I really hope they 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 keep it up. Uh, super accurate with his kicks. He had two kicks, two on goal. Mm-hmm. I want to see that from him, man. We, we got to be hitting the target when we shoot. Eight shots uh, on target today. And we always see when that happens, Napoli typically has a good game or a big win. And we saw that again today. But love it we all. Did. We did. Now, we also have uh, Indombele, who is mostly a lock. Uh, I watched or should say listened to. The uh, post match uh, after the Juve game, um, Fabrizio Romano was on the the, the panel with uh, the CBS crew, and they asked him obviously transfer questions, you know, and uh, it looks a lot like uh, by Wednesday, um, uh, Tange and, Ombe- and Dombele will be a Napoli player. Uh, all of the agreements have been, well, all of the uh, you know. Um, all parties are agreed. Let's just say it that way. Player to club, clubs to club. Uh, everything is agreed upon. It's just getting him over for a medical and signing the dotted line. And that'll see Fabian go. And then maybe we move Deme and promote Gaetano, I think. You know, uh, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? But uh, I do know that I'm very confident in the midfield this season. Very confident. It's, even with losing Fabian, very confident. Same. Same here. Uh, we're about to put on the beast of the match, guys. I'll give everybody a second to hear that and put uh, who they think their beast of the match was today. Who's your beast? Who is your beast? In the meantime, guys, a big shout out to yesterday. We did a little pregame rant uh, in the Discord. It's something that we were going to try to do more often, Ralph and I, or yes. whoever. So um, it was kind of a soft opening, real late notification. So we, we got a few guys in there. So big shout out. 
um, to Pasquale. Big shout out to Peter Scala and big shout out to Cal for joining us last night uh, in 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 the uh, Discord for the pregame rant. Certainly check it out, guys. The link is in our Twitter bio. You can get it there. If you have any issues, feel free to DM us on Twitter at Monopoly Rant, uh, and we'll, we'll we'll hook you up. You can also find the link in our podcast notes. And thank you for everybody who's listening on the Far From the Studios the podcast audio, right for now sure. for yeah. the audio only. You can find the link in the podcast notes. It'll be there for our Discord, which is a lot of fun, Ralph. A lot of fun. The call it was, was a fun. lot of fun yesterday. Yeah. No, I did have a lot. We, we were in there for over a good hour. We, we were expecting 20, 30 minutes, but we, we, we ended up having a nice conversation. So, yeah, and everybody on the audio, it's a good way if, if – you typically listen on audio. It's a good way to kind of like get in on the show uh, and and participate. But without further delay, beast of the match, guys. Here we go. Here he is, Lobotka. I think, man, m m most of. Almost everybody in here picked Lobotka for this so one. I think so, too. Uh, yeah. I think so, I mean, too. Undeniable. 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 Couldn't, couldn't, couldn't have picked a better one. Um, as a matter of fact, Ralph, <laughs> you and I are, were already in agreement before we left each other at this meet today, weren't we? Uh, you just kind of nudged me and goes, oh, Rafa, Lobo beast of the match? I said 100%. <laughs> 100%. We were I, trying to figure out a way to to maybe deflect and give it to someone else. Everybody played really well today, but this guy right here, I mean, he is beautiful, Cal. He's, he's a beautiful man. He's the most. Uh, he's the ugliest beautiful man I've ever seen. Lobocop for president says Daniel Rogerio. Uh, somebody even revert him to <laughs> Dad Bodka. <laughs> Because of how he had gained weight under uh, under uh, Gattuso, but then lost it with uh, with uh, Spalletti. Um, he used to be Dad Bodka. Now he's the Lobo Cop. Lobo uh, Cop, dude, right? I he's mean, gotten an upgrade. <laughs> Papa Bodka, I guess. Pa Papa Bodka. Uh, so Lobotka is Fran Valenti's dad. So that's uh, that's good. That's good. And so, Slovakians um, do love Napoli, Corey. You're right. Uh, I want to put this out. Um, I thought the beast of the match was in the best player award. It's true, Peter. You you know how we roll. But the thing was that he, he earned it all today. He was a beast on the field. I mean, it, 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 he provided defense. He provided uh, uh, ball control. He scored a goal. I mean, this guy was everywhere. He absolutely beasted it. He deserved player of the match he deserves beast of the match i mean maybe we could have gave it to Zelensky. maybe we could have gave it Kavada, but lobo undeniably a beast today and i think he was the difference maker just all around so did it, he it, play it, 90 he played 90 right oh uh, i think he came I think he did play 90, actually, right? Because who, who came out? Uh, well, Zielinski so Kavada came out, out Zielinski came out, Osiman came out, Lozano came out, and who else was it? Uh, there was one other player that came out. Mario Rui. Mario Rui. Um, honestly, like, to, to, to uh, Pete's uh, comment about, um, you know, the beast of the match not being necessarily the man of the match, yeah. I think, I think, 
I think that it's okay to give the beast of the match to the man of the match as well when it de- when they deserve it. You know when what I mean? When they deserve it, right? It, it, like it's a different category on its own. Um, I think if they had given man of the match to Kavadachkelia, or even to uh, Ossiemen because he they both got a goal and an assist, I still would have given it to Labotka today. Um, it just so happens that he was the best player. I feel like. Um, he just doesn't stop. He doesn't know how to stop. He he's uh, his ball control is amazing. His vision is fantastic. I I can't even I can't even imagine. I could never imagine saying this when we first got him in. But this guy is going to be our next Jorginho, if you ask me. He plays what? that regista role so well. You know, Who was it? Uh, if who's, we who's get a three, I'll set it right here. I'll put it back. Yeah, up. there you go, Cal. There you go. He's giving me Jorginho. Feel. Dude, I'm telling you. And Jorginho, listen, people were slagging off Jorginho. Uh, not necessarily when he was at Napoli, but when he got to Chelsea. You see what I mean? Um, they they don't understand. EPL play fanboys don't really understand what good play is. They just they look at the stats. They look at the goals. They look at the assists. What can you do for me in, in the stats department? And they don't really recognize what you can do off the ball, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of things, uh, or or off the stat sheet, and a lot of the things that Jorginho does at Chelsea, what was was very highly criticized by a lot of people, a lot of people, right? Yet he was third in uh, Ballon d'Or votes, right? Okay, he missed a few penalties, and we didn't get to the World Cup. Okay, whatever. But he's now the captain of Chelsea. And I guarantee you, Lobotka is giving me those feelings too, Cal. I'm telling you, he's giving me Jorginho vibes right there. He is a, a regista's regista, man. And that's credit to, I mean, everyone. Juntoli, ADL, Hamsik for showing us Lobotka. For, for, for pushing Lobotka to us. You know what I mean? Uh, I got to tell you, I'm just, I'm falling in love with this guy, man. <laughs> this is great. It's wonderful. It's things are getting serious, but here he is. Uh, match day one, guys. Beast of the match, Lobotka. Well deserved. Congratulations, sir. Um, before we get to the last topic, Rafa, there was two questions here I wanted to answer, maybe real quick, and then we can move on. Um, <clears throat> Salvador de Brita, thoughts on Zerbin coming on? Personally, loved his energy. Agreed, tough guy. Yeah, I agree. I, I, uh, I was happy with all of Spalletti's subs today. Uh, obviously, uh, Unas Unas came in and almost got the goal, but it was disallowed. That was that was a lot of fun. Mm. Um, Zerbin comes in and gets that ball that he could have put in. Listen, you can't blame the guy for having jitters on his first appearance in Serie A. Sure. You know what I mean? That sure. ball, yes, he should have scored that goal. Yes, he should have. But you've got a guy that's normally playing more defensive, coming a little forward and getting a ball like that on his Serie A debut within minutes. Uh, it was it was a little heartbreaking to see that ball get bobbled and go out or or not you know not get scored. But um, give it to Zerbin because I think he's uh, proving to be he'll prove himself to be a worthy bench player yeah. for us. Yeah. He's tall. He's tough. He got tree trunk legs. I think once he finds a good position for himself, I, I believe they might use him on the left again. He's we got saw great him. hair too. He's lovely hair, of course. Rafa, I mean, you know, you you know best. So, <laughs> um, 
Joey Carbs, I thought Zerbin did the right thing on that play. He had the goalie fool, just didn't get a good first touch on it. First touch, yeah. Yeah. Daniel uh, Ruggerio said, great energy for him, but the man, that miss was hilarious. I can't lie. Hey, at least he, he made you smile, right? <laughs> Listen, it was at 5-2, you know, what can you Love say? Love his energy. You know what I mean? Cal. Yeah. Love his mm -hmm. energy from Cal. Now, at that point, part, we were all having fun, right? At that point, we were all having a good time. Yeah, I think so. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Dad car? Payman. Dad car. Ask Respidori. Oh, Payman. Payman. Payman's an old school buddy of mine. How are yep. you? Dude? Uh, Respidori changes the system. Is it not better to get another midfielder or winger? You know, um, Fran Valenti today mentioned that he would be happy with. Uh, even if, if like, say the deal that, um, say the deal for Raspadori didn't go through, he'd be okay with going back to Delofeo. And I think Delofeo is a little more versatile than Raspadori when it comes to like formation changes. But at the same time, I rate Raspadori. I think he's great. I mean, I think maybe he's a little overvalued. I wouldn't pay 35 mil, I would probably pay like 25, 25, 28. Uh, but nevertheless, you're still getting a really, really good young player who wants to play with Napoli. Now, here's another thing about Raspadori. Whether or not you think he fits in the rotation or in the, uh, you know, um, in the system, this is a guy that wants to play for Napoli. He's come out publicly and said, uh-uh, I want Napoli. Juve wants him. No, I want Napoli. This team wants him. No, I want Napoli. When you got a guy that wants to come to Napoli, you're excited to have him come in, and he'll come in and we'll adapt. You know, we can we we've seen that we could do the four three three. He comes in, we could do the four two three one as well. You know, in my opinion, yeah, so He's versatile in that way, right? We, he makes us that much more versatile. You know, now we can adapt to other teams' strategies. A lot easier with Raspadori than without. Um, another midfielder is coming in, Dembele, like we talked about, and Dembele, whatever his name, Tange. I think we're all just going to start calling him Tange. Tange. Uh, a winger, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. We have Elmas that can cover. We have, um, you know, Kvada that's going to play a lot. Lozano and Politano didn't leave, neither of them, which I thought at one point I thought Lozano was going to leave. Then I thought Politano was going to leave and neither left, which is great for us. Uh, I don't think it's that necessary to go ahead for another winger. But, yes, we're getting another midfielder. So mm. Lovely. And that's right, a good point from Gianluca as well. He just said Raspadori could even be a false nine, which is true. There you go. Put that one up. Some props for uh, Gianluca here. Guys, moving on to our final topic of the evening. Um, <clears throat> we saw over the past couple weeks uh, a few things on Twitter, on different social medias, even 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 on 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 some of the, the the big networks about the odds and all these odds that came out, and the bookkeep and the bookkeepers and and what they what they thought that the season would look like. Um, Joe Fischetti talked about it. We spoke about it. Even Dom Fanopoli talk, I believe, spoke about it. And everybody was just kind of like not understanding why the numbers were the way they were. Maybe it was because Napoli did such a turnover. Maybe the bookies weren't so confident uh, about what their performance would be, especially for this first match. I think Dybala got a lot of hype. I think Juven, no matter what gets just hype, I, I feel like 
don't know. I just people sweat them, you know, and I get why. Um, the Milans were looking okay, but um, this last segment seems kind of odd. <laughs> Rafa, this is, this is a play on words to the odds that were coming out for the the Scudetto winners. Odd odds. Um, at the beginning, yeah. So it does odd seem kind of odds, doesn't it? It, it th- if you ask me, I mean, the um, we defied the odds today. If you ask me, and listen, it's Verona, and they were poor. Let's not let's not sugarcoat it. They mm. were poor, right? They got the two goals on their two chances, and they were really bad, right? Um, at the same time, we scored five on them on a team that was totally revamped and i use air quotes when i say that totally revamped because honestly today we only started two new players this team everybody's talking about the team has to gel the team has to gel the team has gelled this is a team that's played together it's just that it's not with you know koulibaly insignia mertens the stalwarts are gone ospina they're gone right but at the same time we've gelled so am i surprised um that we scored five goals, not necessarily because I told Ralph last night on the call, or actually was it after the call or before the call? I told oh, Ralph, sorry, I told Ralph what you know, uh, when we were talking about our uh, <laughs> Ralph, when we were talking about the, the structure for today's show, right? And I was using examples, remember, I was using the examples. Oh, no, you know, Napoli beats Verona six nil. I said, you know, that's an example, right? Hey, right, we right. scored five. Scored four. And we almost got, got seven. six. We, we, we got, almost got six, seven. Six. The sixth goal was disallowed. And right. I wasn't that far off. You know what I mean? No. Um, so I'm not totally surprised about today, but I am surprised because of where we were in the odds. Like I'm pleasantly surprised. I'm very I'm happy that we were able to defy the odds. You know, and again, it's game one. You know what I mean? We still have a long way to go, but I think it's a little irresponsible to have us fifth in the odds when you've got team like Roma that, yes, made moves, but they have to make up like 16 points to catch us. You know what I'm saying? Like, honestly, they only beat Salernitana 1-0, you know? Yeah, they might have been able to score a few more goals, but they didn't really look like the killers that Napoli looked like today. Or even Juventus, right? Um, uh, Dybala didn't do much for Roma. A lot of the new signings didn't do a lot for their new new teams, except for, obviously, Kvaracchelia did it. Di Maria got his goal, even though it was a mishit <laughs> and it went in. He still got his goal and 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 his assist and played his role. Uh, I think it was Mandragora who got the goal for Fiorentina in the in the closing like seconds of their match to win the match for Fiorentina. Mm-hmm. So as far as those guys go, okay, they played their role well. But a lot of the other players that moved to like big name moves to to, to teams, you know, Wijnaldum didn't really do that much for Roma. Uh, Petania at Monza was nothing. Um, you know, and the list can go on. The list goes on. Um, oh, the the keeper at Lazio got <laughs> red carded after six minutes. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, um, Maximiano. Right, right, right. So, so, so these high profile moves 
are are making these odds go up for these clubs when at the same time here's Napoli you know a lot of things changed when it comes to the personnel at Napoli on the pitch but but there's a lot of the team that remain the same and a lot of people are uh falsely and unfairly putting Napoli lower than they should be because of those high profile exits. Yeah. And they're not looking at the fact that, huh, you know, they're not looking at anything. Rafa. They're (laughs) they're not the, the history shows that Napoli are capable of replacing. Well, when Patrick Kendrick have to come on Twitter and give you a list of, of Napoli's finishes over the past uh, about 10 years. I, I mean, that goes to show you how, how ridiculous some of it is. Now I, I understand kind of why they did it. So like, if you want to take a snapshot of what was going on with the market and all that, I see why the odds, I mean, listen, the, somebody said they were plus 1200, but you got to understand like a week or week and a half ago, they were at plus 2,500. I mean, it was just, and I guess that was in response to losing Koulibaly, Mertens, and senior whatever, and you know, Spina in the gang. So I get it. People weren't confident in that Napoli, but it seems like more money has come in, and maybe they're a little bit more confident in this Napoli because we, we've seen it kind of just those those numbers get smaller and smaller. But still, um, 1,600, Collarbridge said this morning. I think they were at 12 uh, by this by this evening. I think I um, bet them at 12. I think I bet yeah. them at 12 yesterday. Right. Or Friday, whenever it was. I think what was the first of Saturday. Saturday was the first day of the season. Yeah, I might have bet them at twelve. I'll check on that now. But anyway, um, the the new players coming in from the transfer. The transfer market is not over, uh-huh. so these odds can go up or down as as you know matches are played and players come in. Right. So at some point, Napoli is going to be at a a, a, a a what is it lower odds when you what is it high odds. High odds Be- or better odds, odds. better odds. Let's say better Let's odds. Yeah. I could never determine how to, you know, verb verb verbalize it. Verbalize, verbalize. Ver- Big verbalize smile. It? Ver- 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 What's going on today, ver- guys? I've been driving. I've been driving all day. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long day for everybody. I've been driving all day. Like I had to take a nap before the show, but anyway, guys. Uh, let's get a Fortunopoli Semper going in the chat, guys. Uh. Bingo, bingo. Let's get that going. Uh, big thank you to, again, to Dan, to the uh, Tri-State Napoli Club with Gaetano, Peter Scala, and the rest of the rest of the crew. Tons of fun today, guys. Check out the videos. Um, Raf, you broke the curse. Which, Dude, which curse? we broke the curse. With so your dad, right? With, my with father and I, my father and I, for the past, I would say... Five or six years, whenever we hook up to watch a Napoli game together, never ends in a victory. It's always a draw or a loss. And uh, the last time we watched together last season was the Roma, the Roma Napoli game where we were up one 0 and they scored El Sharawi in the last minute. Right. And that was sort of the official end of our Scudetto push. And um, we were very skeptical about doing this thing today. Um, but you know what? As you know, with superstitious Neapolitans, we were like, you know, maybe we shouldn't hook up today. <laughs> but you know what, man? We had to break the duck. We did it. We had to break the curse. We did it. What a way to do it with friends, you know, 
with with family around you know it was a family atmosphere thank you so much to dan niz for for letting us use his home for letting us use his uh, for for actually cooking with his oven yeah. if you guys you guys need to check the pictures out on tri-state napoli i think we might have posted it on the rant too we'll post it if not but uh it is a new era joe it's a new era for the rispos and uh, I believe we watch the game next week again, too, together, my father and I. So hopefully this streak continues. Napoli Monza at the Maradona next Sunday, 1230. Um, and yeah, man, uh, my odds, the, the bet that I placed was at plus 2,500, actually. And this was Friday before the campeonato started, Saturday before the campeonato started. So I'm, uh, I bet $100 at plus 2,500. So Napoli win the Scudetto, I'll, I'll come away with... Uh, 2600 nice so. you'll be buying me dinner rafa no, i'll be no. buying i'll be buying a lot of things yeah <laughs> all right guys thank you to everybody in the chat uh for for keeping with us tonight man it was an excellent show rafa excellent show as always with you uh big thank you to all the audio listeners on there and all the people on the replay please yes for, did i not put that one fuerza chucky up no fuerza chucky uh again please check us out uh on twitter if you haven't already at napoli rant also on our discord the napoli discord you can catch that link in our bio on twitter uh as well as for the audio listeners in the in the description on podbean check it out there uh don't forget the try uh the tri-state napoli club try underscore napoli club you can find them on twitter uh if you they are planning a bunch of meets guys so if you live in the tri-state area or if you're visiting the tri-state area or if you're just slightly outside like you're from delaware and you want to come to the tri-state area uh and enjoy some meets with the boys um, all is welcome all is welcome the next two meets uh august 28th is the i I don't remember the game, but August 28th is the next meet in the uh, La Luna at Nutley, New Jersey. And then Saturday, September 3rd, also at Nutley, New Jersey. There you go, guys. Uh, hit up Napoli Club on Twitter for more information. All right, guys. Until then, Forza Napoli Sempre. We'll see you next week, guys. Sempre. Ciao, ciao. Grande vittoria, sempre. Grande, grande. Grande. <laughs>